Hey guys, Seth here on Modern Da Vinci. This podcast here is accompanying our post that just went up on overcoming failure. And it's not just, the reason we're doing this isn't just to talk about what it takes to overcome failure, but to actually take a step back and look at what does failure really mean? Is failure an ending or is failure a beginning? And how we choose to look at failure can either open up or close a lot of possibilities in our personal and professional lives. So that's why we're doing this, and let's go ahead and jump right in. So just take a second and think about some of the most famous and notable people that come to mind. I'm just going to throw out a few examples. Historically, Thomas Edison, Albert Einstein, Abraham Lincoln, just tremendously impactful well-recognized historical figures who made incredible contributions, either through their leadership or their knowledge, to our world today. And then look at some of the notable people that we see today in business, in literature, or in sports like Michael Jordan or Richard Branson, Oprah Winfrey. And you say to yourself, what do all of these people have in common? Seems like an obvious answer to say, well, they're all famous and they're all successful. But there's a very different answer that's quite interesting. And the answer is all of them, if you go read their life stories and everything that happened into them in their lives up until the point where we now know of them and know their accomplishments, all of them along their journeys came across or experienced very significant, devastating failure. And we're talking about failures, major setbacks that really, for most people, would probably derail them from going forward. And for any one of these people, if they had succumbed to those failures, we may not have ever known them, or we may not have benefited from their contributions to society. So it's a really interesting thought that every single one of these people has experienced catastrophic failure on their journey to the top. So it raises an important question for the rest of us. What is it that fuels people who are wildly successful and separates them or from others that can't make these breakthroughs? And you wonder, sometimes it's easy to think, well, these people were just ultra talented. They were born with what it takes to be great. They have money or they have resources that we don't have or yeah, they were just lucky. There's been hundreds of people, thousands of people that had the same situation, and these guys just happened to be at the right place at the right time. It's understandable why we might feel that way. When we look at someone who's successful, you're looking at them now, a snapshot of where they are today. Or even if you read their life story and you read about the things they overcame, you just kind of gloss right past that. So we don't see in that moment when we look at them now the circumstances, the embarrassing mistakes, the disappointment that they that they all had to overcome at some point. But here's what's interesting. The truth is these people, all of these, many others, they earned their success in spite of failure. And they did it through work, effort, persistence, and resilience. So that's a really critical point for all of us to remember. Now, nobody likes the idea of failure. Failure is an ugly thought. Nobody wants to be known as a failure. But just as in these examples that we talked about, they tell you failure is inevitable if you ever want to accomplish anything of note. 
So you have to remember that. It's going to happen. In reality, if you're trying to go anywhere, whether it's a personal goal or a professional pursuit, you will experience failure in one way or another. And really what you have is ultimately a choice. You can either avoid anything that's new or difficult and prevent failure from occurring. You can try things out, experience failure, and be completely crushed or derailed by it. Or you can embrace failure for what it is. It's unavoidable, it's necessary, and it's an opportunity opportunity for learning and growth. So we're here today to talk about how to get our mindset aligned with option three, embracing failure, understanding it, and being willing to tolerate it as part of your experience. Some people naturally are inclined to be able to deal with that. Other people are really going to struggle with this concept. But here's what's the great news about this. Anyone who's willing to be thoughtful and reflective has the capacity to build tolerance to failure and overcome to achieve whatever their goals might be. So in order to take a closer look at that, let's take a step back and think about what is it that makes failure feel so bad and why are we so afraid of it? Then we'll jump into a couple specific strategies to to really push through when we do hit a notable failure. So why does failure feel so bad? Why are we afraid of it? So of course, the answer may seem obvious, but there's a couple specific things that informs our views on failure. The first one is really we like to look smart and in control. We really admire people who look like they have it all under control, who have everything together. And of course, then we want to feel the same way. So when we worry about how other people perceive us and if they perceive us as having everything under control, well, that makes failure feel really bad. Failure, we equate it with embarrassment or shame. So if you see failure as humiliating, you're going to be really likely to avoid sticking your neck out because you don't want to be judged by others. So again, we like to look like we have everything under control. So failure is scary from that perspective. Another thing is we judge on outcomes, not process. So what that means, if you think about it from a young age, We judge ourselves and others on results and not on the process of getting there. So getting an A on a test, whether or not you worked hard or not for it, winning a game, whether or not you gave your best effort, getting accepted to a school, regardless of how easy or hard that may have been for you, those are the things that we measure as success. It's the process, though, That is the heart of where these things are made. It's effort that is really what's important, but we tend to forget that. So when you focus only on outcomes, that makes us vulnerable to quitting if something goes wrong. So if you're used to getting A's and it's always come easy to you, that first time you get a C or that first time you have a bad game or get some difficult feedback, you're likely to just collapse. And that's because... All along, it was the outcome that you valued and not the work that it took to get there. So too often, we judge on outcomes, not process. Another thing that affects our view on failure is how we look at risk. Quite frequently, we look at a new challenge and opportunity, maybe taking on a new job, maybe trying to start a new company. It's very easy to focus on the downside or what might go wrong. And when we look at that in an unbalanced way, 
and we focus too much on some potential catastrophic event, it can really freeze us and we might end up saying it's not worth it. So sometimes we're prone to overstating risks. And then one last point, we're very impatient. So of course, everybody likes instant gratification. We all like seeing immediate results. We all like the idea of an overnight success. When it comes to taking on something new or big, that's usually not realistic. And if we set our expectations on immediate gratification, we're bound to be disappointed at the first sign of difficulty. So we're at risk of giving up quickly. So when you add up all these factors, when you think about wanting to look smart, when you think about worrying only about outcomes, when you think about the risks that are involved in taking on something new and you set yourself up with expectations that are too high, that is a recipe for being paralyzed by failure. So once you're in that mindset, it's a difficult thing to break out of. And then even if you do try something new and that goes poorly, it can get worse. So what happens is, instead of seeing failure as something that happens, you start to rewrite your story as failure identifying you or describing you. So obviously that's a disastrous way of thinking in terms of what are you capable of doing? What are you willing to try? If you feel that you're a failure, it's really going to shut you down and you're going to end up very much stuck. So what can we do? The bottom line is we need to write a new story on failure. There's plenty of reasons to avoid risk. There's plenty of things, to, uh, reasons to quit. There's plenty of reasons to just assume that people who are extraordinarily successful had some special power that we don't have. But the tr what we want to say, the truth is, don't accept that as your reality. That's giving in, and that basically assumes you're never going to know what your true potential is. So let's look at it a different way. Failure is healthy. It's a sign that you're trying new things. It's a sign that you're pushing your limits. Failure is inevitably a part of learning. It lets other people know that you're not afraid to try new things. Failure is a challenge to be embraced. And when we experience failure, we can say it's worth it because it puts us on a path to do more than we ever could have before. So you may have heard this quote before, but Theodore Roosevelt once said, Far better is it to dare mighty things, to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure, than to rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy nor suffer much, because they live in a gray twilight that knows not victory or defeat. So we're here to make sure that we're not one of those poor spirits that's stuck in the gray twilight. So let's, let's go through five steps that will help you, again, rewrite your perspective on failure and give you bigger perspective on what's possible for you. The first thing goes back to what we already talked about. You have to accept now that failure is inevitable. Just go ahead and acknowledge it. You have to know it's coming. You're going to have an idea that's going to go nowhere. You're going to experience rejection from others. You're going to be told that what you're trying to do is impossible. You're going to take on something and it's going to be much harder than you thought. But if you know that's going to happen and you tell yourself that it's going to happen, it will help you stay committed when you first hit that speed bump and you're not going to give up at the first sign of things going sour. Second point, stop caring about what other people think. Of course, we all want to be liked, but it becomes a problem if your decisions and choices are based on a desire to appease other people. You have got to put that at the bottom of your list. 
There's no easy, specific way to convince other people to like you. So what you got to do is focus on your goals and what's important to you and let the rest sort itself out. So know what's your value. Seek the company of those that are supportive. You want feedback. You don't need people to just blindly cheer on what you're doing. But you need to be around people who support you for who you are and who believe in you that you can accomplish big things. Don't worry about trying to appease other people when you make a decision about what you're willing to try. Next point, recognize that it's going to hurt. So we're sitting here, we're talking about embracing failure. It doesn't mean that failure is ever going to be fun or enjoyable. Even the most forward-looking, hard-charging, optimistic people are going to be in pain when the bottom drops out on one of their big ideas, and especially if there's a lot is at stake, a lot of money, a lot of investment, uh, people, whatever it is, it is going to hurt. So it's okay to acknowledge that and spend some time with those emotions. Feel the frustration, feel the disappointment. And the key though is don't let them linger in an unhelpful way. At some point, it's time to turn those feelings into some kind of motivation channel them into something that fuels you to regroup and push forward again. Roll up your sleeves and get to work. So whenever we're taking on something new, something big, you are not going to be in control of everything. It's just as simple as that. There's going to be other forces that are out of your control that are going to influence whether or not you're successful. But there is one thing you always can control, and that is your effort. So keep grinding away. Be relentless. Having to work hard at something is not a sign of weakness. doesn't mean that you don't know what you're doing, okay? Effort is a hallmark of those who succeed. Sometimes we feel like effortlessness is to be admired, but the reality is all of those successful people we worked, uh, we talked about, it looks effortless when, or when Michael Jordan was at the top of his game, uh, when he could take over, hit a big shot, get to the rim, play great defense, Believe me, and I'm sure he would tell you the same, it was effort that got him to the place where he had the ability to do that. And then, of course, you got to take a step back and look at the journey. So when something goes wrong, you have to try to put it in perspective. The big picture view of what you were trying to accomplish, look at that and try to make an honest assessment of where you are. So if you're on a, a journey that's two years three years, four years, if you hit a setback in your second or third month, truthfully, it's probable that not all is lost. So remember that. Where are you in your journey? What's realistic for you now? And even though maybe you did hit a bump in the road, did it really pull you off? Are you really truly facing failure? Or is this just another learning experience that you can overcome and achieve your goals? So just remember, Rome wasn't built in a day and it never really would have built into anything if people gave up at the first sign of trouble. So hopefully this post just gives you something to think about how to reframe what failure means, how to get control to understand, yes, I might experience it, but no, it's not going to defeat me. And I don't want to be afraid of failure. I don't want that to hold me back from trying new and big things. So again, I hope you found the post helpful. Uh, I'll leave you with the Thomas Edison quote, Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. So don't be the one that gives up. Uh, find your persistence and strength and overcome failure and achieve whatever it is that's most important to you. 
Thanks for being on today. Please make sure you join us as a member to get the latest posts, podcasts, videos, other tools and resources. Thanks.